You're watching KCMI TV. Thank you for joining me tonight. And uh, I believe that we'll have a good time together and breaking bread with the word of the Lord here. So I, I wanted to talk to you tonight about something that really is, is very personable to me. And I've just been reflecting on this. I actually woke up in the middle of the night with this thought that God began to talk to me about. And uh, many of you have served the Lord a lot of years. I think that um, I've been serving the Lord for somewhere around 60 years, almost 60 years. And uh, I know people sometimes will ask you, how do you, you know, keep your faith? And how do you walk with the Lord like that without becoming discouraged? And uh, this is what I want to talk to you about tonight. I've learned to trust the Lord. And um, trust, um, in fact, let's just read a portion of scripture out of the book of Matthew chapter 14. And uh, this is the story of Peter and Jesus um, walking on the water. And it says, <clears throat> But when the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And at the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. I want to stop there for a moment and say this, that trust will destroy fear. And there's a lot of people that, especially in the times that we're in right now, fear rules their life, and they are constantly manipulated by fear because they've not learned to trust in the Lord. And um, let's, let's finish reading this, and then we'll get back to the thought. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. You notice how it says that they were afraid. And then the first thing Jesus says is, Be of good cheer, be not afraid. So the first thing the Lord addresses here, he says, You need to get rid of your fear, because he wants them to do something. And this whole story is about Jesus wants his disciples to be with him. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Um, sometimes if you're going to be with Jesus. You want to be with Jesus. You're going to have to learn how to walk on water. Because most of the time, Jesus walks in supernatural places. He walks in dimensions that the average person cannot walk in. And so if you're going to learn to walk with Jesus, you're going to have to learn to trust him. And over the years, um, there's been a lot of things um, that have happened in my life, and I'm sure that have happened in yours. And on the back side of it, after you've come out of it, you look back and you realize that I shouldn't have been as troubled as I was. I shouldn't have let my spirit get unsettled because God has worked it all out. And so um, I know the Bible talks about that the just shall live by faith. But... Um, Trust isn't a gift like faith. 
faith can be something instantaneous. I mean, you can pray for, in fact, the Bible says this, says to every man is given a measure or the measure of faith. But nowhere does it say that man is given the measure of trust. And the reason being is because uh, faith is a gift, but trust comes out of relationship. And uh, people who don't have a relationship with the Lord are never going to be able to survive storms because to survive a storm, if you're a believer, you got to have trust. And um, sometimes God will take you through difficult places. And if you can't trust God because uh, the Bible says that, that our steps, if we're righteous, they're ordered by the Lord. And so God ordains our paths. And, of course, the modern teaching is that, that God doesn't want you to go through any suffering and adversity. That's not true. And uh, I know in my own life that I, when I look back, there have been, in my path that I've walked with God, there have been some places that if it had not been for the Lord, I would not have survived. And I've learned that if I'm in the will of God, doesn't matter how dangerous it looks, how devastating it is, if I'm in the will of God, that I am going to come out of this all right, because I trust the Lord. And so when the Lord, I read this about Peter because, um, of course, the end of the story begins to talk about him sinking, and I don't really want to address that. I want to talk about the fact that this man looked at Jesus walking on water, and he's doing it in the middle of a storm. And Peter looks at the Lord and he said, Lord, if that's really you, because some of the disciples weren't sure who it was. They thought it was a spirit or a demon or something. And Peter said, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come out to you. And the Lord looked at Peter. He said, come on. The step that Peter took out of that bow was a step of trust because he was believing that if the Lord told me to come to him, then I trust him that I'm going to be all right. And God will take us through difficult places, and when he does, you have to learn to trust the Lord that it's going to be all right. And so uh, I want to read a portion, uh, just a verse out of 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12, and it says, this is the middle part of the verse. Paul said this, I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Um, you can't know somebody without having a relationship with them. And Paul made the statement, he said, I know in whom I believe. He said, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. He said that we, I understand his character and I know this, that he will not fail me, that his thoughts towards me are good and they are not evil. This is one thing you have to believe, that if you're in the will of God and you're serving God to the best of your ability, you have to learn to trust the Lord. 
And one of the things that I know is that trust will not receive an accusation by the devil against Jesus. We know this, the Bible says that the, that the devil is an accuser of the brethren, but I can also tell you this, he's an accuser of Jesus. And he'll come to you in your life when the will of God and the path of God has got you in a place that your mind can't understand it. And in that moment, the enemy will come in and he will begin to accuse to you that Jesus is not who he said he is, or that he's not your friend. Um, great marriages between a man and a woman are not built on, on money, they're not built on material things, they're not even built on the physical appearance, they're not built on lust. Great marriages that survive 40, 50, 60 years survive because of one thing, the man and the woman trust each other. And if somebody comes to him and, and makes an accusation against the spouse and says, you know, so-and-so is unfaithful to you or whatever, you don't receive that accusation because it's a lie. And the reason you don't receive it is because you know the person that you trust. And see, trust... Um, Learning to trust Jesus doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Uh, faith can be instantaneous, and, and faith is about uh, acquiring things. But trust is not about acquiring things. It's, you know, you use faith to get healing and you get material answers, and God blesses you financially, and all the, the and, and I thank God for faith. We can't live without it. But Faith can come at the beginning of your relationship with Christ. Trust doesn't. Trust comes when the Lord looks at you and says, I need you to get out of the boat, out of your comfort zone. I need you to be willing to walk on a path that in the natural looks like it'll take you down. Out of all the disciples, the only one in that boat that trusted Jesus was Peter. Why? Because he knew who Jesus was. There was some, and I think that probably uh, the day that uh, Peter put his leg over the side of that boat and put his feet on that water and started walking was the day that Jesus decided he's the one that's going to preach the first message on the day of Pentecost because he trusts me. And um, trust is, is if, if you trust God, God will trust you. Everybody wants God to, I, I was reading my daily Bible reading this morning, it talks about that God would open the treasures, his treasures in, in the heavens. And we want God to do that. Uh, but if you learn to trust God, God will learn to trust you. I would say this about all the years of serving the Lord that I've learned, is that God never fails, and doesn't matter how dark the night is, and how difficult the path is, I trust the Lord that he will get me through this. 
And that's why Paul said this. He said, I know whom I believe. And because I know him, actually the word know is a relationship word. You know, even in the Old Testament, talk about Abraham knew Sarah. There was a physical encounter. It's, it's the same thing. He's saying it's a relationship that I know in whom I have believed. And um, you, you, you can't trust somebody really that you don't love. And this is, this is why lots of Christians have difficulty in staying victorious long-term. It's because they've never fallen in love with Jesus. See, a lot, of, a lot of people who think they're Christians, they love God's ability. They love what Jesus can give them. But real love, real relationship is not falling in love with Jesus because of his power or his authority or the treasures that he has, the prosperity he can give us. It's you love him. And uh, God's blessed me in my life the last few years, and I'm thankful for that. But none of it can replace just being with Jesus. Uh, I thank God for all the things that, that he's done for me, but I can tell you this, that just being in the presence of the Lord, there's nothing like it. Um, when I see God heal somebody that I pray for, that's a, a tremendous thing. When I preach under the anointing, that's a great thing. <clears throat> but when I get to spend time with the Lord in prayer, it exceeds all of those other things. And when, see, the Lord knows <clears throat> why people pursue him. Even you that are listening to me, most of you know why if people like you for you or if they like you because you have something that they want. <clears throat> With the Lord, he knows our thoughts and our intents. And so he knows whether we're after him for what he has or whether we're pursuing him because of who he is. And trust when you reach a place in the spirit that you trust God no matter what. You remember in the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me for my throat today, but in the Old Testament, remember the three Hebrew children when they're being threatened with death in the fiery furnace and they looked at the king and they said, uh, we're not careful in how we answer you in this matter because our God who is able to deliver us and he will deliver us but if he doesn't we're still not bowing down the reason that three Hebrew children could allow themselves to go into the fiery furnace is because they trusted God that when I get in the fiery furnace you'll be there with me trust in in the Lord when you reach that place then you can say as Paul, nothing can separate me from the love of God. It doesn't matter what happens because I know in the end I'm going to be all right. That's what drives me in my walk with the Lord because I know this. It doesn't matter what happens to me. If I am in the will of God, you and I, we're going to be all right. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And so... Um, 
you, when you love Christ, that's when, I don't think the Lord reveals all the facets of his nature to people who don't really love him. And I think that as, as our love for Christ grows, and the Lord realizes that they like me, he loves me, she loves me, that the Lord will then begin to, to let down walls. You know how you and I, a lot of times, uh, when we meet somebody, uh, we still have walls up because we're not sure about them. We don't let them into the inner recesses of who we are until we trust them. Same thing with God. There are places in the Lord, there are facets of God's nature that the only way that he will ever show them to us is when he's convinced that we trust him. Not that we just believe that he can do great things. That's faith. And so <clears throat> one, of the, one of the things that you have to take uh, into consideration about learning to trust God is trust means that you have to take the risk of being wounded. If you really love somebody, then you will bear your soul to them. You will, be, you will walk into a realm of intimacy. You have no walls, and the walls here are your protection. There's been a lot of people that I've met over time that they have such walls up, and the reason they have walls up is because somebody wounded them that they loved. And they made up their mind, I'm never going to let anybody wound me again like that. And so they put up walls and you can't get past them. You cannot have walls with Jesus and have relationship. And so it means that with the Lord, that you have to be willing, you have to take the risk of being wounded. That's what real love is. It means you trust the individual enough that he could wound you, God could wound you, but you trust him enough that he won't. See, this is why Peter, this is why I believe the Lord allowed Peter to walk on water, because Peter took the risk of dying. He, was, he wanted to be with Jesus more than he was afraid of dying. You and I have to get to a place to where when we take the risk of stepping out by faith that, and, and the enemy, you know, will throw scenarios to you that say, man, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. You're going to lose that or that's going to occur. That's when you, you look at the enemy and say, no, even if it does temporarily, I trust the Lord enough that he will come through for me and so uh, you the very foundation of relationship with Christ it's not and I want to be careful how I say it, it's not really faith it's trust it's the willingness to literally bear your soul to God and believe that God will come through regardless. 
And you know, the Bible talks about, I think it's in the Old Testament, it says those whom the Lord loves, he wounds. But it also says he binds them up. And um, a lot of us have went through some very difficult times. So many of you that listen to me, I know your emails and your letters, you talk about how God has helped you get through things. We are in a season to where you're going to have to trust God. And trust means that sometimes God doesn't explain himself. Because if he did, then it wouldn't be a step of faith. We wouldn't, it wouldn't require trust because you would already have the answer. And so the Lord challenges us. And uh, the longer you serve the Lord and the more that you're in love with Jesus, the deeper that trust goes until eventually you live in a place that the difficulties or the trials or the tests that we periodically encounter in our lives no longer shake us because the foundation that you and I have now is we know without a doubt that the God that I trust will not fail me. He will not desert me. He will not let me perish. And any damage that you and I occur, that happens to us, that incurs in our life, walking in trust, God will give it back. If I could have seen, you know, when I was 30 years old, what God would do with us now at, at the age that I'm at, and many of you we would have said, why did we worry so much? Look what the Lord has done. So God is not going to forsake us. I went with this verse. He said, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. And um, learning to trust God makes life so much easier. You'll learn to be more happy, more content, because trusting the Lord will literally destroy fear and unbelief. And God loves people that trust him. So I pray this has been an encouragement to you. And um, I want to just briefly talk to you a little bit about our upcoming, upcoming conference. It's April 6th through the 10th. And um, we're going to have a great conference. And, of course, it's a, a five-day event. And there is a registration fee. It's not very much for the five days. But I also want to say this. There are many of you who can't come for the full duration of the conference, and so you don't want to register because you can only come to one service. Uh, I want to encourage you that if you want to come just to one of the services, and uh, there's a day that, that you could come, uh, you can go to um, events at regenerationnashville.org. Just email us. Tell us you're coming. You don't have to register. Uh, just, we just want to know you're coming, and we'll offer that service that day to you free. So, because we don't want you to miss out on what God's doing. So, I hope to see you there. Isn't God good? I love you. God loves you. Be strong in the Lord. Trust in God. Everything is going to be all right. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.